Welcome to Radiant On Air. I'm Rachel Sign from Radiant National Training, and I'm excited to chat with Tim Riley, Executive Vice President of Asset Management Operations at Radiant. Tim is over 27 years in the mortgage and real estate industries. He oversees Radiant's asset management services, including real estate owned, single family rental, and technology platforms. Welcome, Tim, and thank you for joining us today. Hey, thanks, Rachel. Uh, really looking forward to talking about uh single-family rental market and what we're seeing today and and what we're kind of looking for tomorrow. First, Tim, could you give us a little background on single-family rentals? What is a single-family rental and what does that term mean in the real estate investment industry? Absolutely. So uh, simply put, a single-family rental is a home that is owned by an investor that is rented out. Um, it's, It's that simple. Um, there's about 17 million single-family rentals in our country uh, out of the all of the housing stock that we have. Uh, and the majority of the single-family rentals are owned by what we euphemistically call in the industry mom and pops, so the individuals that own you know, a couple of rental properties and, and they rent them out. In the context of our conversation today, I'm going to focus on our institutional owners of these properties. And those institutional owners are companies like uh, Tricon, Invitation Homes, Progress, American Homes for Rent, First Key, um, and Amherst. And these are companies that own upwards to uh, 25, 35, 45, up to 85,000 properties that make up uh, what capital markets industry uh, sees as, uh, as defined as the single family rental asset class. And that's what we'll, we'll focus on today. Uh, Just a little background about what this asset class um, is and was. Uh, So kind of following the 2008 uh, financial crisis, there was uh, investors, Wall Street investors and banks um, went on a buying spree and uh, began to buy uh, distressed and or foreclosed properties and began to rent those, uh, fix those properties up, rehab those properties and, and rented those out. Why it's now considered an asset class is in 2013, there was the very first SFR securitization. It's actually uh, uh, done by uh, Deutsche Bank as the issuer and uh, Invitation Homes as the sponsor for that particular investment. And uh, that launched and begun to launch another 57 different securitizations where these owners of properties began to look to the capital markets uh, as an attractive way for financing these as an investment vehicle. And so thus became in the real estate parlance and then the real estate investment industry of the single family rental asset class. So Tim, let's dive into how the single family rental market has been affected by the coronavirus pandemic. We saw a dip in the real estate sales market in Q2. Did single family rentals face that as well? Yeah, like any industry, uh, into any real estate industry, there was a, in in the Q2, um, the SFR market definitely braced for short-term pain. But as reported by uh, the institutional owners, March ended up being a lot better than what was expected. And by, as April rolled around, there was a lot of positive trending in the uh, the rental collections. It it had been reported by the industry that about 95% of the original scheduled rent actually had been collected. And then really by May, as the uh, the beginnings of the pandemic and, and kind of where we were headed as a real estate industry 
uh, by May, consensus was the market was really kind of buoyed by these unusual circumstances of a pandemic and what would it do to the uh, of the single family uh, rental housing. Interesting. So instead of a dip, you saw continued growth. Why do you think that is? You know, I would I would say that uh, with so much of the country that was under lockdown at the stay at home orders that started in, in Q2, people were looking for, for socially distant alternatives to apartment living, and then others needed space to begin to work from home. And so it was sort of this paradigm shift of Okay, so we have this single family rental market. It's doing very well. We have a pandemic. What's going to happen to the renter? Do they just stop paying? And the answer was no, that didn't happen. And then as the pandemic continued down its course, it was like, okay, so now what's going to happen? And what we found was, quite frankly, there was this de-urbanization as individuals began to leave the cities looking for a place to live and looking for an alternative to apartment living single family homes became a very attractive alternative to apartment living so that is the story of q2 where did we go from there did those positive trends for single family rentals continue in the summer and fall as well absolutely i mean as as we got further and further away from uh, the march april time frame it was being reported that uh, rental leases were breaking year over year internal records and rent collections was uh, was very strong the other thing i would i would underscore as the summer months went on you really saw how uh, these large institutional owners of these properties were doing a heck of a job at continuing to uh, have rent collections come in. They were working with the renters. There were uh, kind of programs that they were individually setting up to help their uh, customers out. Uh, And I think that attracted a lot of individuals to um, come to these homes. In addition, with the applications, the kind of record number of applications, uh, they were really able to be seen as a leader in what it meant to do a, like a virtual showing and not have a uh, in-person showing. And so as the summer months and now obviously into the fall really moved on, the single family rental industry from an institutional perspective really held its own. And um, that's probably one of the, the strong reasons that, uh, that we saw a lot of capital markets activity as uh, more and more securitizations came to market and other forms of financing, which became what would consider be a pretty mature response to the pandemic. I'd like to go a little deeper into why the single family rental market is doing so well at this time. It sounds like there is a greater appetite from renters for these single family homes. Can you speak more to that and any other market factors that are contributing to this success? Yeah, the single-family rental industry been, has also been benefiting from a, a persistent imbalance between kind of the stagnant supply and mounting demand for homes. So there's a supply-demand uh, imbalance in our country. That is completely different from 2008 to 2009 timeframe, uh, whereby the uh, the balance was completely the other way. We had a, a glut in housing. This time around, that's that's not the case. I mean, you know, for example. In 2019, uh, there were 2.1 million new jobs created in the country, Uh, 2.1 million, and there was only 1.2 million new homes built. And so if you are an owner of a home, 
uh, there's a lot of demand for your for your home. Uh, and so kind of coupled with this individuals that were found a home to be more attractive alternative to living in an apartment. If you were an owner of a property that was an, you know, an investor of the property and wanted to rent it out, uh, it really had a benefit with this kind of persistent imbalance of uh, supply, and, supply and demand. And I can tell you that uh, when they did a survey, they found that 30% of the survey respondents uh, of, their, uh, of their customers uh, who moved into homes in April and May did so from the denser urban areas. And 30% said COVID increased their desire to live in a single family home versus an apartment. And so that's where we have now some really empirical evidence of, okay, so now you've got a supply demand uh, issue, and then you have a, a desire to move into a, an alternative to apartment. Um, it was a, a confluence of uh, positive trend that was uh, really acted as uh, tailwinds to the industry. Let's talk more about the investment opportunity for single family rentals. You mentioned single family rentals proved to be a stable asset class after the 2008 recession. Do you expect it to continue to be profitable for long-term investors following the coronavirus pandemic? You know, I do. I mean, what you hear in kind of the capital markets parlance uh, over the last several months is that the single family rental asset class has been seen as the darling of the uh, real estate backed asset classes. You know, I've heard this on several occasions. It's the darling. And so why is it the darling of, of the industry? Um, and kind of what's pointing to that. You know, there was a, after the Q1 securitizations that occurred, uh, and then we hit uh, the pandemic, I think when investors began to see that this asset class was really weathering its own, there were a lot of securitizations that came out right in the teeth of the pandemic. As uh, I think investors began to see and, and continue to see that this particular asset class, real estate asset class, uh, had legs, that uh, it was going to help with the persistent imbalance, the supply-demand imbalance in our, in our in our housing stock. And uh, investors began to see and appreciate that there was a, a stable housing stock whereby uh, individuals that want to leave an apartment or leave uh, denser urban areas had a place to go. And unlike what we had in 2008 with the collapse of the housing market in the 2008-2009 uh, timeframe, we didn't have institutional owners of rental properties. We just didn't. And um, now we have very sophisticated owners that help renters. They have the technology uh, to assist in repairs they have the vendor networks to help renter, or renters when they need help with anything that needs to be um, fixed in the house. So we now have a, unlike last crisis, we have a natural backstop, an institutional backstop for housing. And um, it, it's a very attractive alternative. I like that phrase, the darling of the industry. Can you tell us more about the recent activity in the market? So. In the last month, First Key has come to the market with the largest uh, securitization that's hit this market, uh, representing $2.5 billion in market issuance on 14,000 properties. And that's followed on the heels of Progress Predium, Amherst, 
Tricon also coming to market with, with several deals. And so investors are hungry for these bonds. Uh, they're finding that the market's stable, that the owners of the properties are stable, uh, the owners of the properties are sophisticated, and that there is a demand in our market for these uh, uh, these types of properties. And so, you know, it's, it's kind of, sort of clear skies uh, on the long-term macro a view of uh, the single family rentals as an investment vehicle on Wall Street. It sounds like a good time to be in the SFR business. Are there any challenges to note? You know, yeah, I mean, there's always going to be uh, there's always going to be challenges. You know, the, there is this supply uh, demand imbalance. And so that means that the valuation of individual properties is also risen. Um, if you go back to the 2008 2009 timeframe and then for the first securitization in 2013, that was a distressed real estate market uh, where these uh, investors were buying properties uh, at a discounted price. That's harder and harder to do now in this particular environment as there's been a uh, prices have been buoyed by the supply uh, demand imbalance. Um, there are some companies that are taking that ahead on as well. Uh, American Homes for Rent in particular is, is one company that's had a, uh, has publicized a build to rent strategy uh, whereby instead of buying properties um, at, a, at a discount or looking for properties to buy at a discount, fixing them and renting them up, uh, they're currently building properties to rent in communities across the country where they're manufacturing their own supply. So the answer is, yeah, there's there's some some headwinds in the industry. If you look at kind of macroeconomic and and what the valuations look like. Um, But in general, by the enthusiasm in the market for investors buying into into these bonds um, and the amount of money that's on the sidelines uh, that uh, is looking for stable returns. This is the darling of the uh, the real estate industry um, by, by far. Well, thank you for wrapping that up so nicely and repeating my new favorite phrase, the darling of the industry. It was really interesting to learn about the single family rental asset class and how the pandemic has created unique opportunities for single family rental investors. Thank you so much for sharing your insights, Tim. I look forward to chatting with you again soon. Hey, thanks, Rachel. Uh, be safe. It's been a pleasure and uh, I'm happy to join anytime.